If you've been told to pull up your socks, then make sure it's a pair of TNT socks. The TNT shop is now open at tntradio.live. Steve Malzberg on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, folks, welcome aboard. It is four minutes past the hour of 9 p.m. Let's see, it is uh, Wednesday night here on the East Coast of the United States. And you know what day and time it is wherever you are partaking of the Steve Malzberg show on TNT. Let me, first of all, uh, Kevin Sorbo, the great actor, uh, great conservative. Uh, he will be joining us at the bottom of the hour. But if you're, uh, if you're one of the many uh, Kevin Sorbo fans who might be tuning in for the first time, he's been with me uh, several times on this show. We go back to my Newsmax days. He's, uh, I guess our relationship is uh, about 10 years old. Stay where you are because I don't think you'll be disappointed in what you see and hear leading up to uh, Kevin's arrival at the bottom of the hour. Now, and thank you for being there. Uh, let, me, let me start with this. Saturday night, New York City. Not even Saturday night. Saturday at 4 p.m. this past weekend. 4 p.m. Not in a deserted part of the city. 7th Avenue and 42nd Street, the heart of Times Square. The heart of Times Square. Police are called. There was a, I don't know how they all gathered together from different shelters, but there were a bunch of illegal immigrants. Some of them were causing a raucous, so the police were there to kind of just break it up and tell them, you know, go your separate ways and blah, 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 blah. What I'm about to show you is the aftermath of that encounter, that legitimate police encounter. And, well, before we analyze it and comment on it, we'll watch it together. There's no sound, so I will be able to talk over it, but maybe I'll just keep quiet. So let's, uh, let's go with number 386. And there you see a couple of police, one lieutenant, one, uh, one officer breaking up, kind of talking to these, uh, these uh, migrants. I call them illegals because that's what they are. And then a little bit later, there you go. That's, how, th- that's what they're doing to the two police officers. Look at this. Look at this. Isn't that wonderful? Now, what you just saw is an outrage. But there's so many parts to this story that you can't see and don't know just from looking at that video. And I'm sorry for those of you just listening. What what happened was uh, the thugs... The people that the Democrats tell us we need to let into this country, the illegal thugs, we need them here to pick the crops and clean the toilets. That's what they tell us, the Democrats. If Republicans were to say that, they'd be branded xenophobes and racists and every other name in the book. Okay? But if you're a Democrat, you get to say that. Who else will pick the crops? Who else will clean the toilets? Okay. They were beating the crap, kicking the crap out of two cops. There were about eight of them, eight 
thugs, okay? As a result of this, uh, you had uh, four people arrested on site at the time. You had another one subsequently arrested, and they're looking for four more thugs. The four that were arrested, the four that were arrested for beating and kicking up two police officers on video. It's not like they were accused and there's no proof, which would have been bad enough, but they could be seen. Were released without bail. They're walking the freaking streets of New York City. And I don't think they'll attack a cop again. But I think they'll be looking for people to kick in the head and punch and rob. Why not? One of the police chiefs said today, this happens because there's no consequences. This is what this country has become. This is what it's become. And this is nothing. What if, what if these eight were, were terrorists and they slit the throat of the cops, God forbid, or they went on a rampage in the city in Times Square and had guns? I don't know what they're capable of or others that are, that are here. What are they capable of? We know they're here. We're told people are here that have been caught on the terror, uh, terrorist watch list. So how many are here that have not yet been apprehended? This is what Democrat liberal progressive policy brings. The thugs rule. Anarchy. Destroy our society. Beat up cops. And this isn't the first time it's happened. It's not unique to illegals. First of all, first of all, they should all be put, the four, the fifth that was arrested, the, the, the other four that they're looking for, they should all be put on a bus or a plane. And, you know, maybe one with, uh, with uh, doors that are kind of have loose bolts on them and get shipped the hell out of here. Or maybe someone will take in these people not knowing, you know, there's a big push now. Oh, if you have an extra room, take, take. Take an illegal in. Take a family in. Take some illegal people in. You mean them? Oh, well, they're not all like them. Well, which ones are like them? And how the hell can anybody tell? How do you know what these people, these eight, what their criminal record or past has been? What diseases they might have? What mental institution they might have been in? what they got away with in their home country. Oh, they were seeking asylum because they were under threat. Yeah, you act like that. You should be under threat by the authorities. But our authorities say, go back in the street. You're out on no bail. Now they're going to come back for a court date? <laughs> they're going to they're show up in court? Where are they reachable? Who's going to go find them? Where do they live? 
Oh, I live on the corner of, uh, you know, uh, uh, 48th Street and Lexington Avenue. Come find me. Come get me. Catch us if you can. It is, it is outrageous. Outrageous. And I got to tell you, I was driving today, and two of the all-news stations in New York City, um, WCBS 880, 1010 Winds, they're both owned by the same company. And I heard a female reporter. I thought I was listening to 1010 Winds because she's always been on 1010 Winds. And then I realized I'm on 880. And so she gave the report on 880. It was a taped report. Never mentioned. Never once mentioned. Not once did the words cross her lips. She talked about four people were arrested. That they were released without bail. That they're on the streets. Not one peep out of this woman's mouth. And she's been a reporter at, at 1010 Winds forever. So I called up. I thought, again, I thought I was listening to 1010 Winds because of her. Her name was Juliet Papa. And, but she was on CBS. But I called 1010 Winds. So they, they were aware of the report because I'm sure they're airing the same report with a different sign-off. I'm sure she's doing the reports for each, for both stations, just a different tagline, okay? And I explained to the woman who picked up, very nice, because it's in my blood. I've called other news outlets <laughs> over the years, and sometimes they're not nice when you want to criticize their report or give them advice. She was very nice, and I said, they, these people were let go, weren't they? Hold on, and she, she looked it up. The fact that she had to look it up at an all-news station in New York City, she didn't know that the story, the, 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 the second headline of equal value is that these people were released? Nope, she didn't know. Then she said, oh, maybe uh, maybe she's talking about other arrests. And I said, I don't think so. She said, four people have been arrested. I know that four people have been released without bail. If there were other arrests, it would add on to the four. And she never mentioned anybody was released. She said, okay, I'll pass it on. So an hour and a half, two hours later, I'm driving in the car. Here comes that same report. On 880, CBS, guess what? Same report. I guess they have a reason. Someone there's got to know what the hell's going on. Juliet Papa has to know these thugs were released without bail. Why? What's the reason she won't tell the listeners? Because the media, <laughs> if you know me, if you watch me, if you listen to me, you know what I'm going to say. There is no media. Now, what the, what the possible agenda behind not saying that the thugs were released, I can't even imagine that. I can't even imagine that. You know, it's not like Biden versus Trump, blah, blah, blah. I mean, who but the other thugs and radical progressives like AOC and those out-of-touch morons would, would, would want these people released without bail for beating police officers. I, I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say. It is beyond, beyond outrageous, despicable, any, any adjective you could imagine. It, it, it's just, it's beyond.
this country is falling apart. These are the prosecutors. These are the new laws. These are the city councils. These are the mayors. And they're all run by Democrats. Every single one of these cities run by Democrats. And what do you hear from the pundits on TV? Oh, crime is down in cities. Oh, that's wonderful. Crime is down. Compared to what? Compared to like last year or the year before when it went up by 80% from the year prior and now it's down 3%? Give me a break. Just give me a break. We have no media. You can't trust what you hear. You can't believe what you hear. And fake news by omission is the worst fake news you could possibly fall victim to. And that's what you get. That's what you get. Sorry to say. It's what you get. Oh, boy. It's insane. There you go. There you go. And uh, these police officers... What are they supposed to do? Why would anybody want, want to be a police officer? It's the same reason our military can't meet its, uh, its recruiting quotas by far. Why? Why would they want to? When commercials to, and promos to join the armed services uh, deals with drag queens, why would anybody want to come in? I mean, they, they, you know, and they're more concerned about sex, providing sex change operations for our troops than they are protecting them and then retaliating against those who kill them or harm them. Oh, we fired our back against the Hooties again today. Whoopee! Have we done anything to those who killed our three soldiers in in Jordan and wounded dozens more with traumatic brain injuries? Not yet. Not yet. Don't worry. Biden's in charge. He'll take care of it. Oh, man, there's really nothing to laugh about. The country is is in as bad a shape as I've ever seen it. We're drifting further and further into the abyss on every level, in every issue that you can, every issue you could talk about. Everything from kindergarten, you know, in schools, on television, for our kids, indoctrination, girls, boys in the girls' locker room, everything that goes on in the schools, girls' sports, women's rights being taken away by trans, these women's groups who, well, women's live, they don't care. As a matter of fact, they support the men playing in women's sports. That, and that's just one thing. I'm, that, I'm just, you know, if I go down the whole checklist, I'll be here through tomorrow. So. You get, the, you get the drift. You get the drift. Our military. Did you hear what the FBI director said today? And we'll get more into this tomorrow. The FBI director testified before Congress today. You know what he said? I'm paraphrasing. Basically, we're freaking screwed. China. China is, as we speak, preparing to take down everything. Our electric grid, everything that goes with it. No telephones, no electricity, no banking, no computers, nothing. China's getting ready to do it, and apparently they can. What he said today was as frightening as anything I've heard. 
We know it. He said it. Don't worry. Joe Biden loves uh, Xi Jinping. Uh, I've flown, uh, I've flown 2,400,000 2, miles with uh, Xi Jinping. Hey, good, Joe. That's great. We are so screwed. We are so screwed. <laughs> and immigration goes right back to where we started. I know I'm leaving out 10,000 other issues. 10,000 other issues. That's why no matter how you feel about Trump, no matter how you feel about Trump, it's either we change this country and, and restore some sanity and order and law and dignity and respect to this country so that we're feared again or we're done. We're done. Stock up on the food. Once it all goes, good luck. Good luck. And in my opinion, if that were to happen, do I think Barack Obama would shed a tear? No. That's just my opinion. I think he hates this country. He's always hated this country. And now they want to run Michelle Obama when Joe drops out. If he drops out, which I think he will. <laughs> wow. Wow. When the history is written, nobody will believe it. People will look at this time period and say, how is this allowed? Why didn't people do something about this? Look at the decay that anybody could see. Look at the Nazi-supporting, Jew-hating people marching on campus, marching in our cities, on the streets, chanting, in, a, in, a, uh, in effect, death to the Jews with the river to the sea, the whole thing, waving Hamas flags, all of it, the whole thing. Why didn't people speak up? Why didn't somebody stop it? Because the government says if you speak up, you're a terrorist. And the media says there's nothing to speak up about. Get it? And they're trying to put the man who's running to try to stop this in jail. Sound like a kangaroo, you know, uh, banana republic? I think so. I think so. I don't, know, I, don't know what else, I don't know what else to say about all this. It's bad. It's really, really, really bad. Okay. Um, I, 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 don't, I, I didn't plan on going this long with this, but seeing those police, anybody, anybody, it should tug at your heartstrings. It should give you a sick feeling in the pit of your stomach. And I'm proud to say, not that this makes me better than anybody, but one of the greatest honors I've ever received in my career is I'm a New York City PBA Man of the Year 2004. And there's no bigger supporter of the police than me. And that I could say unequivocally. I'm not saying I'm the only supporter of police, but nobody supports the police more than I and has supported the police more than I over many, many, many years. And I'm so honored to say that I've gotten awards from so many different police organizations, most of them centered around the New York area. And if you want to hear something bizarre, when I worked in radio, <laughs> I don't even know if it's worth going here. I got an email from 
one of my bosses at the time, get this now. You ready for this? I still to this day can't, well, I think I can figure it out. But on, on its surface, the email said, it's becoming problematic that you're winning so many awards from police you know, agencies or departments. It's becoming problematic that I'm being honored by the police, various, you know, detectives association, PBA, this, that. Really? How would that be problematic? I should write a book. I could write a book. I don't know who would read it. And you don't even know the half of it. And I'm not going to tell you the half of it. Just the half that I'm telling you. <laughs> not the other half. Not the other half. But nobody's going to be a cop anymore. Why should they? You know what they just passed? They, there was a bill. The mayor of New York City overrode the bill, vetoed it, and the city council just overrode the veto. Yeah, he, he, he vetoed it, and they overrode the veto. You know what pe- people have to, cops have to do now in New York City? If they make a traffic stop, they have to then fill out form after form after form. The race of the person, this about the person, that about the person. They they're going to spend more time filling out forms than they are going to be able to patrol the streets and keep people safe. And that's the goal. That is absolutely, positively the goal. It, it, it doesn't end, and it's not going to end. It's just not going to end. Okay, we are going to um, take a break, and we will come back as we await the arrival of the great uh, actor, director, producer, author, speaker, uh, the one and only Hercules himself, <laughs> Kevin Sorbo. Uh, I'm Steve Malsberg right here on TNT. TNT's Timothy Shea. The race is essentially now Vivek Ramaswamy and Nikki Haley. Ron disappoints us will be pulling his hat from the ring next and the issue as always is why is the nikki taking so much of the left's money well maybe this will give you a little insight she credits hillary clinton with inspiring her to enter politics having attended a women's leadership summit at which hillary spoke and nikki said and i quote I then had to decide whether I was a Republican or Democrat. See, Nikki has no core beliefs other than doing whatever her globalist masters, paymasters, want her to say. The Reckoning with Timothy Shea on today's News Talk TNT. JDRF's vision is to create a world without type 1 diabetes. Type 1 Diabetes community is at the heart of everything JDRF does. We were founded by the Type 1 Diabetes community. In the main, we are governed by the Type 1 Diabetes community, we're energised by the Type 1 community, and we're accountable to the Type 1 Diabetes community. It's on their behalf that we exist, and it's on their behalf that we must succeed. JDRF exists to rid the world of type 1 diabetes. It's easy to say, but it's hard to do. So for us, that means rallying all the resources and all the people and all the organisations required to make that a reality as quickly as possible. The world's best researchers, exciting innovative companies and the passion of the type 1 diabetes community then delivered through the health system so lives get better every day, day after day, until the day we find a cure. 
to everybody in the type 1 diabetes community, no matter your age or stage with the disease, whether you were diagnosed recently or a long time ago, we need you to know that we are here working on your behalf to deliver a world without type 1 diabetes as quickly as we can. Thank you to everybody who's supported JDRF in so many ways. You are making our vision of a world without type 1 diabetes possible. If you're talking about it, we're talking about it. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Hi, folks. Welcome back. Uh, we are about to be joined uh, by Kevin Sorbo. Is Are we ready to go to Kevin? Kevin Sorbo, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the... Uh, actor, director, producer, writer, speaker, uh, needs no introduction, uh, but I gave him one anyway. Kevin, thank sure. you so much. Thank you so much for coming back. How are you, my friend? My pleasure. And there's my message for the day right there. Freedom over yes. fear. Thank you very Free much. Well, let me let me just tell you what I've been ranting about. I showed a video at the beginning, and I, I, I will assume you know about this, maybe not, but um, if not, it's not your fault. It's the media. Um, Times time Square, 42nd and 7th, 4 p.m. Saturday, a, a bunch of uh, illegal immigrant thugs beat up two cops. Beat them up on video, on video. Kicking them in the face. Yeah, and, and, and the four who were arrested on the scene were released without bail. I, I, I am so at my wits end. I, I weigh in on that. Just just weigh in. Weird. On that. We're, we are we are a lawless society now. We're letting anybody do whatever the hell they want. This the purge is happening. That's what's going on. It's crazy. I mean, not only do we let these illegal punks into the country, walk across the border, 10 million have come across the border since Biden took office. I think under Trump in four years, what 1.4 million or something like that? It was a wait, lot less. Wait, yeah. Well, and for, for us to do, I mean, it makes it makes no sense. How are you as a citizen saying this is okay? And why didn't some other people around there take these little weasels out? I mean, I thought New Yorkers were tough. You would think on that area, there were people walking around, staying away from it, just filming it. Why didn't they go in and join in and beat the crap out of these punks? And I mean, I, I don't know what's going on. It's just, it's weird that we don't seem to give a crap what's going on. We'll let people steal stuff from stores. I mean, my home city, Minneapolis, is turning. Minnesota is turning into the state of California with its politics, and we're just letting people. How many? How many billions of dollars were stolen this year? I saw some number. It was crazy. Oh yeah, and and stores and they're they're leaving. They're closing. They can't. And who could blame yeah. them? I mean, in Washington D.C., there were some like CVS type stores that get robbed multiple times a day. Hey. Yeah. How are you going to keep any business going? And we got a government that, that this is all on purpose, Steve. You know it is. Why they want to destroy America, I don't know. I guess they, they're living in their little bubble and their little hill. They got walls around them because walls don't work, apparently. Uh, it's just, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm agree with you. I'm at my wits end, too, because it's amazing to me that we're letting this happen. How bad does it have to get before people wake up, before the, before the lions wake up and say enough is enough? Well, let me just let me just turn the, the, the page a little bit here and, sure. and 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 try to bring some positivity into all this, because I need it, ah. uh, certainly uh, after the half hour I just had. And, and so do you, I think. And we all do. We all do. And yeah. first of all, everybody should check out uh, SorboStudios.com, SorboStudios.com. But in Kevin, 
obviously, and those of you who know him know this, we have somebody who offers that light, who offers that hope through his movies, uh, through his books, through his appearances, through his speaking engagements. And, and that's such a, it's so refreshing. And, 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 you know, and your wife, your wife as well. And, uh, but, yeah. but focusing on you, um, talk about, and you, this amazed me because I hadn't heard about this. You know, we know mm-hmm. about Comic-Con and you do those kinds of things and sure. you're known as Hercules and uh, there, and, you know, you're, you're a big attraction, obviously, but, but you, you I- informed me about something called rise up, uh, rise up, um, con.com and that's yeah. going to be in tennessee in may talk about that because that is uplifting and that shows that yes people want this and and crave this you know it's been interesting the last six seven years um when i do these autograph shows these comic-con shows people come up to my table and there's a lot of big actors around me and they're saying we didn't come to see any of these guys we came to see you because of the movies you do like soul super god's not dead let there be light left behind Miracle East Texas. And so now half of my photos are from my family movies at the table, the, the faith-based movies that I've done. So I said, why are we not doing something like this? So a buddy of mine, Adam Phelps, who does a lot of Comic-Cons across the Midwest, said, hey, we should do something because I'm with you on this. So we, we're doing riseupcon.com. Please go riseupcon.com. You'll see a lot of great stuff. It's May 30th and 31st and June 1st. On May 30th, we're doing a celebrity golf tournament. It's in Sevierville, Tennessee, just south of Knoxville. Check out the site. Join us. You're going to have a blast. You'll recognize the actors on there, Corbin Burnson, Dean Cain, uh, Sean Patrick Flannery. Um, um, it's just, you're going to recognize, these are people that have done a lot of secular type shows, like I did with Hercules and Andromeda, but these are people that do a lot of family-friendly and faith-based movies. We got music acts, we're going to show a couple movies, a couple documentaries, we got amazing vendors, we got Patriot Mobile as one of our main sponsors, um, Cardio Magic's in there, we got Moms for America that are one of the sponsors, we got just wonderful things, just check out that site, has all the information on there. We'll see you there. You guys will have a blast being part of this. Uh, and it's near Dollywood. So you guys can take your family, go to go do the <laughs> rides. You know, it's just it's it's a good area of the country. And and and, and of course, there's also, you know, the, your books and and, uh, and and a book in particular that we talked about last time you were on the show, which addresses, again, something that we talk about here often on this show. And of course, that's our kids and the brainwashing yeah. and the indoctrination and the, the horrors that 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 being pumped into their brains at school. And by the way, if, if a kid it says something to a teacher like uh, maybe I want to use the other bathroom or maybe I want to change my sex. I'm a, I shouldn't be a boy. I should be a girl. The teachers cannot tell the parents under the threat of law, but it's against the law to tell the parents. But you wrote uh, a great book and it's called The Test of Lionhood. Talk about right. that a little bit. Test of Lionhood. Look, I, I got very vocal. My buddy Kirk Cameron got attacked last year for doing his Brave Book. This is Brave Books. Go to bravebooks.com. Bravebooks.com, a lot of great stuff on there. A lot of celebrities doing books that have good values in there. They're great for four to 10, four, you know, 10, 11 year olds. Kirk was getting attacked and banned from public libraries to reading his book to seven, eight year olds. But the public libraries that we pay for with our tax dollars were very fine with drag queens reading to seven year olds. Because, you know, Steve, you've met Kirk. You know, he's a very scary individual and kids are going to be very afraid of Kirk Cameron. It's crazy <laughs> what we're doing. It's crazy what we're doing out there. So I started talking about, you know, the emasculation of, of, of children and men in our country and what we're doing to little boys. My book, Test the Line, is a book about letting boys be boys. Let them grow up to be strong fathers, strong uh, males, 
strong um, uh, community members, and I get attacked by the alphabet crowd. And I said, look, I'm not anti-anything. I'm just pro-child. Let kids be kids. A five-year-old kid, if he wears his mom high heels, my two boys, six, five, six, four, big muscular guys, total men's men. But, you know, when they're four or five years old, they put on my mom's, my, my wife's high heels. I didn't look at them and go, do you want to cut your penis off? Maybe you should be a girl. I mean, there's a great video, a great video of this guy. He's in a room. He brings in a series of little kids, seven, eight-year-olds, one at a time. And he's got two Oreo cookies and $5,000. You can have one, not both. You have one. They all pick the cookies. Their little seven-year-old brains can't look at $5,000 and go, I could buy a lot of cookies with that money, right? So let these kids be kids. Let them get old enough to be drafted at 18 years old to make up their mind if they want to become so-called a woman or a girl or a boy or a woman wants to become a guy. I don't know. Let them get old enough to make these decisions, mature enough to make these decisions. Bruce Bruce Jenner waited till he was 60 to become Caitlyn, okay? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We're talking to Kevin Kevin Sorbo here on the Steve Malsberg Show. Kevin, um, how is it even possible that we've gotten to this place? How is it even possible? I mean, I you know, I, I, I I'm just convinced that if the if the left keeps power for another four yeah. years, whether it's Biden or Harris or, as I believe, uh, Michelle Obama and Gavin Newsom, if yeah. they were to, God forbid, take the Senate and the House both. Um, this country, there'll be no turning back. It's over as we've it's over. It's known over. it and loved Here's it, right? Here's the thing. My biggest problem with the GOP right now in the last few years, they did not ban mail-in voting. Mail-in voting is ridiculous. It, it, it's so stupid to me, and it's so easy to cheat in it. It's easy to cheat on both sides. The left is just more organized in their cheating than the right is. And, you know, we need, we need, we need people to be a little more, uh, a little more angry on the right to, to fight back with this because we need to get rid of it. And the whole idea that I'm saying that it's, it's racist to show an ID in the black community. So I, I laugh at that because what the Democrats are saying to the African-Americans in the country is saying, you're too stupid to be able to get an ID. So it's racist to show an ID. This is absolutely right, right. Third what we've done. Yeah, that's what they're saying to them. So we need that. We need this. We need the sheep are going to be sheep. We need to wake up the lions. Enough already, guys. This is just stupid. How bad does it have to get? And, and, and by the way, wife, I know you're having my wife on soon. Uh, next week or something, but I'm telling you right now, she's going to bring up what I'm saying, and you just said it earlier, our education system is pathetic. Uh, and you uh, follow Bill Maher just like I do. Bill Maher, the last couple of years have been quite interesting to see the things he says. And he said just a month ago, don't send your kids to American universities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I want to I want to ask you about that. You you uh, went on a, uh, a, a trip to uh, Israel a little less than a year ago. I think May might be a year, if I'm not mistaken. May, a year, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, you had a, I, I, I saw your social media. I saw your website. You had a wonderful time. And and, um, you know, we and we, of course, you and I, you know, uh, have a, a love for Israel for some of the sure. same reasons, but different reasons. I'm Jewish and, and, and you're not Jewish. But nonetheless, when you. Well, see, Jesus was Jesus was Jewish, so I'm okay. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. So when you see when you see what's going on in this country, especially what went on in the immediate aftermath of October seventh, on the yeah. universities, the the universe, the three presidents, the three musketeers sitting yeah. there with their answers, and where we are now with the streets, the protests, the Hamas flags, you name it. How did how did that happen in this country? And by the way, who's doing it? The left. The left, of course, they are. The left does all that stuff. Um, that, that you know, when when I see uh, 
people walking on the street, queers for Hamas. You got to laugh at the ridiculousness <laughs> of that because that is like blacks for the KKK. I mean, this is so stupid that this is even part of it. But once again, it comes to the brainwashing. And now it used to just be in the universities, but over the decades, it's worked its way all the way down to kindergarten. So these kids, through all 12 years of school, going into college, they've just been brainwashed, brainwashed, brainwashed. It's just like climate change. Why can't we have both sides of the issue? I did a documentary called Climate Hustle 2. Climate Hustle 2 has the opposite point of views from scientists, okay? But we're not showing those kids that. I talk about that. I get shut down. Climate Hustle 2, Amazon won't even carry it. They won't even let people have the opportunity to hear the other side of you. Why is that? Why are we spending trillions of dollars on something called weather? It's weather. Does anybody know what the temperature was in Los Angeles in July of 1612? I mean, this is absolutely insane. We had well, yeah. 10,000 years ago, we had an ice age, okay? It's, we, we can't, it's just, it's, it's nuts. I'm all for Ke green stuff. I'm fine with that, but this is crazy. You know, Kevin, when they called it global warming, now, of course, because things change and it's not warm sure. anymore all the time, they, they call anything climate change. But uh, yeah. I, I would always watch uh, the records, like on New in the New York area, when they give the record high temperature for the day, I noticed the year, yeah. okay? And a lot of them were in the 30s and the 20s, 1930s, 1920s, even some of the 1800s. And I'm like, really? Were we, uh, were there more cows farting? Because we didn't have the cars all over the place. We didn't have all the electric appliances. We didn't have all the output that the left complains about now with the CO2. So what was it? I mean, it just makes no sense. There are so many people, scientists out there saying the CO2 level is actually dangerously low. So we need more cows farting is all I got to say. <laughs> Let me, so this, speaking of, yeah, good, good. I was going to say, oh, speaking just, of, of, of uh, speaking of cows farting, uh, we got the Super Bowl <laughs> coming up in a, in a couple of weeks. Okay. Right. And actually now it's, yeah, it's a week and a half. And week there's and this half, whole, yeah. this whole Taylor Swift thing going on. And, um, and, you know, and, and her relationship uh, with uh, Travis Kelsey of the, uh, the chiefs. Um, how do you, first of all, what do you think every time they show um, uh, her, you know, on camera, what do you make of this, this conservative theory uh, uh, in some circles that this is, you know, the, the, the Super Bowl is fixed and the whole goal is that she and, and Kelsey at the end of the Super Bowl are going to go around endorsing Trump, oh, I'm sorry, Biden all over the place. It's all planned. It's all plotted. Any credence to that? I don't know. Look, she's very famous. I get it to put the cameras on her. I mean, you know, you have you have all these Hollywood couples, power couples. If they're at a basketball game, they're showing the camera on them. I mean, I I kind of get that. I really I really don't care. I think I think you know that the press is going to do what they're going to do. They don't need the Dems don't need extra press. They already have all of it anyway. So to me, um, it's. I, I'm not happy with either team in there. I think I, there was other teams I thought should have done better. Oh, I man. By, oh. I was surprised by how bad Baltimore played. And I was, oh, pulling the two, Detroit. Yeah. I was pulled for Detroit because that's my division with the Minnesota Vikings and the Packers and the Bears. So I'm like, oh, you know, this team has not done anything since 1950. So, <laughs> <That's> so, <laughs> so to me, it's like, and and they could and I think they could have won. Their coach blew it as far as I'm concerned. Oh, there were two, he, yeah, he there were two times they were – Fourth and yep. short, and they went for it when they could have kicked field goals both times. Absolutely. Even, even one of those two field goals, what would have happened? They would have been in overtime because they only yes. lost by three. I, yeah, I don't, the, don't take points off the board. To me, that was just idiotic. No, and I rooted for both losing teams uh, last week yeah. as well. You know, you talk about teams that haven't won. The Jets, 
uh, they won Super Bowl uh, three, and they haven't been back th- uh, since. And I'm a the, the new the New York Rangers. I'm not a fan. Never have been. The New York yeah. Rangers won in 1940. Then in 1994, they won their next Stanley Cup, and they haven't won since. And that's 30 years. They've won one cup in like 85 years. So that's not hey, too good either. Hey. My Vikings are like the Buffalo Bills. We're both 0-4 in Super Bowls. We yes. Four, but we've lost yes. them all. The antithesis of the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kevin, oh, great great to talk to you. Everybody go to uh, uh, sorbostudios.com. Follow yeah. everything Kevin is doing. Uh, thank you so much, man. It's always great to see you. All right, man. Till next time, buddy. Take care. Take care. Kevin Sorbo, ladies and gentlemen here on the Steve Malsberg Show. All right, we have um, one final segment left in the hour. Why does it feel like Friday to me? I don't know. It just feels like Friday. I know it's not. Even if you're you know, overseas in Australia or somewhere, it's, it's only Thursday. But for some reason, if you're, maybe I'm ahead of everybody. Maybe how's that? Maybe I'm ahead for a change. Anyway, I don't know what I'm saying. Okay, we still have a lot of good stuff to get to when we come back. Steve Malsberg right here on TNT. As a combat wounded veteran, I know how hard it is to come home and build a meaningful life. When I was in Iraq, our vehicle was hit. A rocket propelled grenade exploded right under my seat. Traumatic brain injury, a fractured pelvis, severe burns. They didn't think I was gonna make it. I had to learn to walk again and live with the scars, both visible and invisible. DAV helps veterans like LaToya get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year in life-changing ways. With DAV on my side, I was able to pursue my dreams. If my story can touch a heart, it can change a life. My victory is overcoming my wounds so I can help other veterans. LaToya Lucas, may your victories inspire many more. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. I'm Sandra, this is Jorge, and we were adopted in 2019. I remember when they first came to us, Michael was already a teenager. The whole cliche of they're so lucky to have you guys, and it's the other way around. They have changed our family for the better. They chose to love us. They didn't have to. They chose us. Family. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Steve Malzberg on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, folks, welcome aboard. And if you uh, joined us because uh, to, to see Kevin, um, stick with the show. We're here every night, same time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. So whatever time it is for you, it's the same time, Monday through Friday. And you could check out all the uh, old shows uh, right on the uh, TNT uh, website, video and uh, audio. So uh, stick with the show, and we get a lot of great guests and, and – uh, and I lose it like I did. Well, I didn't lose it. I just went on and on and on and on because I'm, I, 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 if I don't sit, talk about it, I'll, I'll bust. And by the way, I'm supposed to talk about things. <laughs> All right, let's get to this. There were um, hearings in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee today on social media. And boy, did people like Mark Zuckerberg face the music from some Republican senators i want you to hear and watch one of the most amazing moments you may ever see when it comes to this kind of uh, political thing if you will um here's josh howley questioning or 
commenting to uh, Zuckerberg. And let's go to 387. My question is, who did you fire for this? Who got fired because of that? Senator, we study all of this because it's important and we want to improve our services. Well, you just told and me a second ago you studied it, but there was no linkage. Who Senator, did you fire? You, I said you mischaracterized. 37% of teenage girls between 13 and 15 were exposed to unwanted nudity in a week on Instagram. You knew about it. Who did you fire? Senator, this is why we're building all Who these did you fire? tools. Senator, that's, I don't think that that's... Who did you fire? Uh, I'm, I'm not going to answer that. Because um, <laughs> I mean, you didn't is, fire anybody, right? You didn't take Senator, any significant I, I action. It's appropriate to talk about... It, it, like it's not appropriate. Decisions Do you know who's sitting like behind you? You've got families from across the nation whose children are either severely harmed or gone, and you don't think it's appropriate to take a, talk about steps that you took? The fact that you didn't fire a I, single person? To, Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Have you compensated any of the victims? Sorry? Have you compensated any of the victims? I, These I, girls, I, have you compensated them? I don't believe so. Uh, you think that's what I'm talking about? You ain't seen nothing yet. And let me tell you something. Josh Hawley, he humbled Zuckerberg. He left Zuckerberg speechless, looking like a fool, looking ignorant, looking selfish, as you could see yeah, a little bit there. Here's more. Here's 388. You, why not? Don't you think they deserve some compensation for what your platform has done? Help Senator, with counseling services? Help with dealing with the issues that your your services caused? Our, our job is to make sure that we build tools to help keep people safe. Are you going to compensate them? Senator, our job and what we take seriously is making sure that we build industry-leading tools to find harmful to content, make money. to take it off the services, uh, to make money. and to build tools that empower parents. So you didn't take any people. action. You didn't that's take any true, action. Senator. You didn't fire anybody. You haven't that's compensated a single not, victim. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? I, Would I'm, you like to do so now? Wow. Um, and these parents are there with signs, pictures of their daughters and kids who have been killed or has committed suicide or disappeared um, because of people they met online and whatever. And uh, I don't know if it's specifically to Facebook uh, or, you know, in this, uh, in this instance or not, um, but, or Instagram or whatever, but watch, watch what happens now. Watch what happens now. Cut um, 389. They're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? And this is why we invested so much and are going to continue doing industry big efforts to, uh, to make sure that no one has to go through the types of things that your families have had to suffer. Okay, so he apologized. So sorry you had to go through this, and that's why we invested so much to make sure that nobody else has to go through what, what your families have, have, have gone through. I mean, that is a pretty incredible 
moment. Now, I read somewhere in, in, in looking at all this, I saw uh, uh, one line, and it, it just set my mind off, and it's true. Uh, legally speaking, what he did there is probably going to be devastating because he stood up and apologized and basically admitted guilt on behalf of his company to the families of victims who either are suing or might sue or will sue or whatever. But I'm not looking at the legality or, or the legal repercussions. I'm looking at, and I think most people were, he stood up and he did it. He was shamed into doing it by the senator, Josh Hawley. Shamed into doing it. That, that's, that's a mind-boggling moment. Now, uh, Lindsey Graham, I mean, there were so many confrontations. Maybe we'll have some more tomorrow night. Uh, Lindsey Graham also um, went after Mark Zuckerberg. Here is uh, cut number 390. Gavin's son got online with Instagram and was tricked by a group in Nigeria that put up a young lady posing to be his girlfriend. And as things go at that stage in life, he gave her some photos, uh, compromising sexual photos. And it turned out that she was part of a, a extortion group in Nigeria. They threatened the young man that if you don't give us money, we're going to expose these photos. He gave him money, but it wasn't enough. They kept threatening and he killed himself. They threatened Mr. Guffey and a son. These are bastards by any known definition. Uh, Mr. Zuckerberg, you and the companies before us, I know you don't mean to, it to be so, but you have blood on your hands. You have a product. You have a product that's killing people. Wow. Um, again, pretty incredible. Not to the level of the previous encounter, and maybe not to the level of uh, some other encounters that uh, took place as well, where Zuckerberg actually fought back uh, at accusations. But nonetheless, um, it was it was it was emotional. It was riveting uh, to watch uh, some of the uh, testimony today and the back and forth, the the Q and A. Um, and again, maybe we'll have some more for you tomorrow. Uh, the next uh, cut that we're going to do. Uh, is 344. Don't do it yet. Um, I, I want to, you know, when he was running for the U.S. Senate seat against, uh, well, when he was running from Pe Pennsylvania against Dr. Mehmet Oz, uh, who was the Republican, uh, John Fetterman, he, 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 he just had a stroke. He couldn't speak well. He couldn't conduct an interview without having a, a computer in front of him for the words to come up on the computer so he could read them. He couldn't keep up by hearing it. His answers were confusing, jumbled. The man had no business running for the U.S. Senate. I mean, my God, not his fault. He had a stroke. First of all, if you're recovering from a stroke and you're that, that bad of shape, I don't know, I'm not a doctor, but shouldn't you be recovering from the stroke? not running for a, an office, but I don't think he should have ever been allowed to run for that office. I don't think medically he was, he was fit. Okay, ran as a big liberal, and from what you can make of what he said, he ran as a big liberal, 
And he won. And he won. And, of course, he dresses with the hoodie and the shorts. And then they came to the floor of the Senate with the sh- shorts and the hoodie. And the media and the left said, oh, he's so wonderful. And they were going to change the rules. And they changed them back and the whole thing. And, okay. Well, John Fetterman, on several issues, has turned into a common sense conservative. To an extent, common sense, at least. On immigration. On uh, George Santos, he stuck up for Santos. He said, you kick Santos out before he's convicted of anything or even charged with anything. And you, you, you let uh, Senator Menendez, the Democrat chairman of the Foreign Relations Committee, you let him stay in his position with all the charges he's facing. I mean, that was good. And then, then on the Palestinian-Israeli issue, unequivocal, again, like this is a big deal, but in the Democrat Party it is, unequivocal support for what's right, and that's Israel, and denouncing what's terror, and that's Hamas. Our government recognizes that, although our government's about to play games and recognize a Palestinian state (laughs) without asking Israel. Good. Doesn't mean there's going to be a Palestinian state, but that I digress. Watch what happened when they protested outside of Fetterman's home in Pennsylvania. He's the guy on the roof with something in his hands for all to see. Here's 344. Fetterman, Fetterman, you can't hide! You're supporting genocide! 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 You see the flag? That was him. I mean, I didn't see him, you know, necessarily, but that all reports indicated that was him on the roof. Maybe he shouldn't be on the roof after having a stroke, but hey, you know, I'm sure they know what he, you know, he, he knows what he's doing. Um, on her, on, on, unraveling, on displaying in their face uh, the Israeli flag. So maybe there is hope. <laughs> Maybe there is hope after all, although I wouldn't let that um, override everything else, not not about Fetterman, but everything else we've been talking about for the past hour on TNT, as far as I'm concerned, for the past year and a half. And basically, as far as I'm concerned, probably for the past uh, 40 years or so. (laughs) It ain't good. Okay, folks, tomorrow we'll take a closer look at what retaliation we might actually unleash against those who killed our troops in Jordan. We'll get a military expert, a a retired colonel. I'm Steve Malzberg. Same time tomorrow, same place, God willing, 9 p.m. Eastern. Tell your friends, tell your enemies right here on TNT. TNT.